peace be with you in Jesus' name. Jesus, in the power of the Spirit, we celebrate him today on this third Sunday of the season of Epiphany. Jesus returned to his hometown in the power of the Spirit. And today we rejoice to be able to recognize that the same one who created all things comes to us in the power of his Spirit. And so we worship him in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the people, but the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. So says Isaiah the prophet. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. I am the Lord, I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. I will give you, as a covenant for the people, a light for the nations. And so, Heavenly Father, we give thanks that you have shined the light of your living spirit upon us. And we confess we need you to forgive us. Lord Jesus, we give thanks that you have called us into the light of your love and goodness. And we confess we need you to care for us. And there is one God, one Lord and Savior, one cross of Christ. And for the sake of Jesus Christ, God forgives us all our sins. As a servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all of your sin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks be to God. We pray, almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon us in our weakness Stretch forth the hand of your majesty to heal and defend us. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, we pray, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
in this season of Epiphany, we turn to God's sacred word from the prophet Nehemiah, chapter 8, beginning at verse 1. All the people came together as one in the square before the water gate. They told Ezra, the teacher of the law, to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded for Israel. So on the first day of the seventh month, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which was made up of men and women and all who were able to understand. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon as he faced the square before the water gate in the presence of the men, women, and others. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Ezra opened the book. All the people could see him because he was standing above them. And he opened it. The people stood up. Ezra prayed and praised the Lord. And all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. They read from the book of the law, making it clear and giving the meaning so that the people understood what was being read. Then Nehemiah, the governor, Ezra, the priest and teachers of the law, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them all, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drink, and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. This is the word of the Lord. And thanks be to God. Our epistle lesson is from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 12, beginning at verse 12. Paul writes, Just as a body has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jew or Gentile, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? 
As it is, there are many parts, but one body. Now you are the body of Christ. And each one of you is a part of it. God has placed in the church, first of all, apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracles, gifts of healing, of helping, of guidance, and of different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Is everyone a teacher? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? No, eagerly desire the greater gifts. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the fourth chapter, beginning at verse 14. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then Jesus rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Well, all spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked. And Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote this proverb to me, Physician, heal yourself. And you will tell me, Do hear in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. Well, truly, I tell you, he continued, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of the town, and took him to the brow of the hill 
on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. This is the gospel of the Lord. And praise to you, O Christ. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God wants us to see the power of his holy and living Spirit. Our faithful God knows that we will need his help to be able to see his Spirit here among us in all of its power. The power of his Spirit cannot be contained it is the brightest and most beautiful light once seen. God's living spirit is the very essence of goodness and righteousness and love here among us. And God wants us to be able to see his spirit as plainly as if we open our front door and there see the face of our most cherished friend. But we will need God's help. The young woman Mary couldn't see the power of the Spirit just yet. When she was visited by the angel Gabriel, the winged messenger from heaven told her that the power of the Spirit would give her a son who will be the Most High, the King of God's eternal kingdom. And Mary couldn't quite see it yet. She asked the angel, And how will this be? And Gabriel told her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Here, Gabriel the angel was telling Mary, you'll be able to see the power of this spirit as easily as you could now see my wing giving you shade from the noonday sun. <laughs> well, wouldn't it be nice to have an angel be able to point out to us the right direction to look when we really want to see the power of the Spirit? Today, we will pray for such grace. And Jesus, well, he had been away from his hometown of Nazareth for a while, and now he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit Many tales and stories followed him about what he had been doing, miraculous and amazing things. His friends and family and neighbors were proud of him. 
they would sit and listen to him teach, carried away to new heights by his wisdom. But there was so much more Jesus wanted them to see. And so Jesus filled the room with the words of the ancient seer, Isaiah the prophet. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Quietly they watched. Jesus rolled up the sacred scroll, and they waited for him to sit down and begin his teaching. But when he spoke, now what he said sounded different. Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Now something was different. Jesus was not just telling them about God's Spirit. Jesus tells them the power of God's Spirit comes to you this day in me. Oh, now they looked at him with heightened attention. It sounded kind of exciting. It sounded a little flattering. And as they looked at him more carefully, they could feel the strength in him. But it was not a physical strength. It was an inner strength. His words filled the room with their significance. His voice carried influence and inspiration. He could lead them to love and goodness and righteousness. This was the power of the Spirit. The essence of heaven and eternity brought to the here and now. And Jesus would tell them how great is the power of the Spirit. He would tell them simple stories, stories of the prophets from long ago who were called away from their comfortable homes out into the world. By the power of the Spirit, the prophet Elijah had been sent by God to live in a mountain ravine, fed by ravens, drinking from a brook, living by the power of the Spirit. And then, suddenly, by the power of this Spirit, God changed all of that. By the power of the Spirit, Elijah walked 100 miles north, guided only by the Spirit. In the little seacoast town of Zarephath, Elijah met a widow, desperately trying to gather a few sticks to make a fire so she could cook one last meal of bread before she and her husband, before she and her son died exhausted from the long famine that had dried the land. 
And by the power of the Spirit, Elijah told her, don't be afraid. The Lord God is not going to let you and your flower be used up until the day he gives rain to the land. The infinite and eternal God had sent the power of his spirit to this woman that perhaps no one else would even notice. Did one prayer of hope summon the spirit to her from a hundred miles away? Elijah did not know it, but he was destined to be there. Sometime later, the widow's son fell ill and died. And by the power of the Spirit, Elijah prayed over the boy, and his life returned to him. The widow exclaimed, Now I know you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord from your mouth is the truth. The power of the Spirit had been shown plainly for all to see in this boy's renewed life. <laughs> well, you and I, we want to see the power of the Spirit. Our whole world needs to see the power of God's Spirit. And Jesus is thinking about that as he tells the story of Elisha, the prophet, who heals the commander of an army. Elisha heals this man named Naaman. He heals him of the terrible disease of leprosy. But what's really amazing about that moment is by that healing, the power of the Spirit changed the political destiny of two nations. By one touch, the power of the Spirit can move the world toward goodness and truth and righteousness. You and I want to see the power of the Spirit. But God knows we will need help being able to recognize the Spirit's work. In prayer, we ask God to bless us. Lord, will we be as brave and courageous as the man named Job? Job, who lost everything in one day, his wealth, his health, his family and future all gone, Job still looked up for the power of God's Spirit, and he said, yes, God's wisdom is profound and God's power is vast. Job said, God moves mountains without their knowing it. He shakes the earth from its place and makes its pillars tremble. He speaks to the sun and it does not shine. He seals off the light of the stars. He stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. Job could see the power of the Spirit, and so we pray will we. 
But meanwhile, back in Nazareth, well, at this moment in Jesus' hometown, those people could not quite see it. There he was, standing right before them. But they could not see anything except this boy who had grown up and made them proud. But now he was sounding a little too distant and serious. Here was Jesus, the one who Isaiah the prophet foresaw and said the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He is the one who has come in the power of the Spirit. And like the prophets before him, sure enough, even if he was rejected and dismissed, the Spirit's power will find a way. So it is true still now, no matter how we receive God, he will love us in all of his goodness and righteousness. The power of his spirit will influence and lead us with wisdom and understanding, counsel and power, knowledge and fear and respect for God. But the path of the Spirit will not always be straight or easy. For the Spirit to show us this anointed King who comes in the Spirit to vanquish death and open heaven before us, for the Spirit to show us this Prince of Peace who will stand forever in the name of love, First, the Spirit will be upon Jesus, who comes to serve us and sacrifice himself on the cross in the cause of love and righteousness forever. Indeed, there on that cross, the world will see the power of the Spirit a spirit like no other, high above all in wisdom, strength, and glory. We want to be thankful and grateful for what God has shown us of his spirit's power. We want to pray, awaken our hearts to know and love you more. Bless us with faith. Help us in our weakness to be strong. We will remember Jesus' words, his promise. Before he ascended into heaven, Jesus said, I'm going to send you the spirit my father promised. Look and wait for it until you've been clothed with power until you have been clothed with the Spirit from on high. 
so may it be, we pray. Good and faithful Father, we thank you, we praise you, we worship you, that you sent Jesus to us in the power of the Spirit. Bless us with hearts to know and love you more. Bless us with faith. Help us in our weakness to be strong. Send us your Spirit's power in love, righteousness, and goodness. Clothe us with your Spirit's power from on high. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. And the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We worship God with our offering. You could make your offering by sending it to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you. pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Heavenly Father, you have given each of us blessings and gifts too numerous to ever understand fully. Enable us to travel through our days with thankful hearts and humble, repentant spirits. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Grant to us, Lord Jesus, a firm faith that we may remain strong and steadfast. We pray for the healing of the nations. We remember before you those dear to us who need you for healing, comfort, justice, and peace. Restore them to joy, as is fitting with your gracious plans for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Holy Spirit, 
guide those who make, administer, and judge our laws. Inspire us to be faith-filled citizens, to heed St. Paul's exhortation, to put your will and rule above personal power or advantage. Protect military personnel, policemen, firemen, medical caregivers, and all emergency workers. Keep them safe and vigilant in their tasks of service and protection. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord God, you alone have created and nurtured faith in our hearts. By your Holy Spirit, help us to follow you as we seek to live out our faith by being wise, forgiving, and gracious people. Bless us in our families, homes, at work and school, that we may live out the wisdom that you have spoken to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. To your hands, gracious God, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Father, hear us as we pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, throughout our days of pilgrimage, guide us on our way that we may be led by the clear light of your Spirit through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Arise, shine, your light is come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Thanks be to God. Holy and sacred are you, O Lord. Your glory dwells among us and fills heaven and earth. Glory in the highest be to you. And the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
listening to this audio service of Bethlehem Lutheran Church, Glen Lake, Minnesota. This podcast features Reverend James Disney with music by Sue Bloom, produced and edited by Amy Munson. If you enjoy listening, we encourage you to visit our website at www.blcmtka.org to learn more about our church and to support this podcast. Blessings upon your week.